Hey there, I'm Kelly Lyons, and I spent 12 years binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and being food obsessed to finally listening to my body and being in control around food. And I've helped thousands of women all over the world do the same. And if you've ever thought, I just want to eat like a normal person, then you are in the right place and you most definitely are not alone. I'm dropping the tried and true secrets that go way beyond the food, the real talk stuff that the diet industry doesn't want you to know. So if you are done with starting your diet over every Monday, cozy on up and let's get started because I am here to show you how to stop letting food control your life so you can finally live it. This is the Food Freedom Society podcast. Hey, everybody. Happy almost Valentine's Day. We are talking all about binging and what to do to not go overboard or binge on Valentine's Day candy. Now, if you are a chocolate lover or candy lover or this week or Valentine's Day or whatever it is, you say you're going to be good and all of a sudden you are knee deep in those heart covered chocolate, those heart shaped boxes filled with all different candy and you have a bite of everyone and the ones that suck, you eat anyway. <laughs> if that is you, you are going to want to listen to this because I am talking about the three biggest tips to not go overboard and not binge on Valentine's Day candy. And, you know, the, the reason why I like to give these tips around certain times of year is because we always go into the mindset or we always go into this time with a certain mindset that we are going to be good or we're not going to screw up or we can't have this. And I want to flip that on its head a little bit because that is what drives us to eat. So a quick overview of what we're talking about, and then we're going to dive deep into this stuff right here. If you tell yourself you cannot have any chocolate, especially because in your mind you're being good today, you are setting yourself up for failure. Here's why. Part one, if you tell yourself you can't have something, you're going to be thinking about it all freaking day. And then two, if you do have some, you just went from, I can't have any chocolate because I'm being good to, oh no, now I'm being bad. And you know what that means? If you're going to be bad, then you are going to be really bad. And what that means is let's just keep eating. So let's talk about how to get out of that. So the first and foremost, well, before we jump into that, I kind of want to talk about where I was when I was always struggling with Valentine's Day candy. So let's talk about this first. Chocolate is my jam. If you offer me chocolate or you offer me like Starburst or whatever, I will go to chocolate 99.9% .9 of the time. And don't even get me started if the chocolate has been in the freezer because then it is game over, right? Reese's in the freezer, peanut butter M&M's in the freezer. Whew, that's my, that's my jam. Okay. So going into Valentine's day, especially when I was deep in this struggle, it was up, oh, can't have any because I'm being good. I really can't screw up anymore. Right. I just binged last night. I can't do this. And it was like, I would see it everywhere. You know, when you have this like fixation where you see the chocolate everywhere, you see um, everybody in it, eating it, or if there's some on your desk or, you know, in the, in the break room, it is everywhere. And it's like, it's calling your name and it gets louder and louder and louder. And because you said you, I couldn't have it. It's like, you can't take it anymore. Right. And you have one and then you go insane. And it's not like you are able to talk yourself through it. A light switch goes off where it's like, nope, game time, baby. We eat it all right? We take out the heart-shaped box of the 20 little pieces of chocolate. We eat every single one, whether we like it or not. And then 
the entire day you're eating, you're binging and you feel terrible, right? And then the next morning you say you're going to make up for everything you did. But nothing's changed since yesterday. Now you just feel sick. And you're like, okay, well, I still don't feel good. I may as well keep eating. Because now it's like you have a sugar and chocolate hangover and a binge hangover, right? You feel swollen. You feel sick. Mentally, you are so extremely low. And that light switch goes off again. So then you run to the grocery store. And now all the Valentine's Day chocolate's on sale. So you get it all. You eat it in the car. You hide it behind the public dumpster. And now I'm realizing I'm saying you when I'm actually talking about my previous experiences. So please know that this is what I used to do. And until I recognized, hey, I am actually not making any permanent change because I'm just focusing on the surface, right? I'm just focusing on being good and like hating myself and bullying myself into swearing, hey, if I hate myself enough, then I'll get motivated, which we'll do a whole other episode on that because that is the most ass backwards thing in the entire world. And this is why I really wanted to create this episode because this is something that isn't talked about when we are already setting ourselves up for failure when we go in with that mindset. So that kind of brings me to my first point here. Tip numero uno, don't tell yourself you can't have the candy. If you say, nope, not having any bread, nope, not having any candy, I can't have that, I'm being good, I'm eating healthy, I'm getting back on track, you, again, are setting yourself up for failure. And this is one of my little, like, favorite thought experiments here, but as you're listening, I want everyone to take a second, close their eyes, unless you are driving, keep your eyes open, please. 10 and two, hands on the steering wheel, thank you. For the next 10 seconds, very quickly, I want you to think about anything except for giraffes. Ready, go. Okay, what are you thinking about? I know that wasn't 10 seconds, but what are the first couple of things you're thinking about? I'll tell you what you're thinking about. You're thinking about giraffes or you're thinking about trying to not think about giraffes, which means you are still thinking about giraffes. When you are told not to do something, you want to do it more. So similar to what my old experiences was where I would wake up, right? My dad would get me the little box of heart chocolate, say, nope, can't have that. Sorry, dad being good, right? but then I'm thinking about it all day and I'm seeing everybody else eat chocolate. And then I get home and the chocolate's still there, right? And I got my Valentine's treats for my coworkers or if I was dating anyone and it's chocolate everywhere and it just gets louder and louder and louder. And the reason is, is because I set a rule that I could not have it. So I automatically want it more because what you resist persists, right? And now here's the caveat. I'm not saying, hey, Go out and eat all the chocolate because you're allowed to have it, right? That's not the case. We don't want to feel terrible. We want to learn how to have that moderation. But if you are starting off saying, I cannot have something, you automatically want it more. So with tip one being, don't tell yourself you can't have it, change it to this. I can have it when I want. Chocolate's everywhere. Valentine's Day candy is everywhere. Fun fact, your Valentine's, your heart Reese's are the same thing as your pumpkin Reese's, which is the same thing as the Christmas tree Reese's, which is the same thing as the regular Reese's you can buy 365 days a year. It is a marketing ploy. It's everywhere. It's not special. And when you take the spotlight away of, I can't have it now to, 
I can have it if it's worth it. The automatic pull to go nuts and go overboard and binge on it when somebody pisses you off or you're anxious and you want to cover that feeling or, you know, your boss drives you insane or something bad happens, that immediate thing is, "Eh," we hang a left and we go right to the races. But when you're setting yourself up saying, hey, chocolate isn't a big deal. Valentine's Day candy isn't a big deal. I can have it if I want. You're not setting up that guilt factor because when you eat something you know you're not supposed to have, the guilt the guilt light bulb goes off. And immediately it's, you feel terrible about yourself. You feel guilty and shameful. And hey, I already screwed up. Let's just keep eating and I'll start over tomorrow, right? When you allow yourself to have something, the guilt decreases, which means you feeling awful about yourself decreases, which means you having to make up for the one piece of chocolate that you just ate decreases, which means there is no more continued shame effort eating. Okay, so that's really important. We have to start off with the correct thought patterns before we go into the day, because if you walk in and say, hey, I can never have this, you're already setting yourself up for failure. And then let's go into tip two. So I want you to choose what is really worth it. And this is kind of what I said earlier, but Valentine's Day chocolate and candy is the same as Halloween chocolate and candy with just a little bit of different shapes. And instead of orange, they are different shades of pink and red, right? There, the the special editions and the limited time things and this, that, and the other thing are very rare in the sense of it actually is a limited edition. So the one thing I can think of off the top of my head are the Hershey Kisses that are like the peppermint, the peppermint flavor, the chocolate peppermint flavor on Christmas time. That I usually do only see once in a while, but so many of the different candies and chocolates that we eat and we binge on, they are available to us 365 days per year. Now, knowing that, I want you to be able to feel comfortable and choose what is really worth it to you. Meaning, does it have any special sentiment behind it? Are you doing it for a special occasion? Have you been looking forward to this one piece of candy or whatever it is? Then guess what? You do you, enjoy it without guilt. There's a difference between that and then binging on the couch watching Bravo or rage eating because your boss upset you, or your kids are driving you nuts and you are just shoving down the urge to scream at them with red and pink M&Ms. Big, big difference there. And I want you to note that difference. So a great thing to reflect on is when is eating candy and chocolate and in certain situations, when is that worth it to me? Because I always like to give you guys a couple areas of reflection to actually think and take this one step further. So that's the one thing I want to talk about in the sense of reflection. What is worth it to you? And every single person's answer is going to be different. So a perfect example for me, and this is a little outside the realm of candy and Valentine's Day candy. One of my husband and I favorite thing to do And I say favorite is if we do it a lot, nope, because of our children. But when we have date night, we love going out to Italian and Mexican restaurants and having delicious food and just spending time together. We love that. So to me, getting a dish that I really want in that moment is so worth it to me because it is a special moment. It's a date night. There is a sentiment. It's a special occasion, 
right? Where in the past, old me is I would go out to restaurants and I would really, really, really want the homemade Italian pasta. But because I was being good, I would get the grilled chicken Caesar salad dressing on the side. And I wouldn't even pour my dressing. I would like stick my fork in it, right? But then I didn't know why I always binged at home after when everyone was asleep. You have to choose what is worth it and when and honor that. And know that everyone's is different. And the more you get in touch with your body and how to listen to what your body's telling you and learning to trust your body again, that will become easier and easier. And then my last one, and this is a really tangible one, and I love this one. When you are eating the foods that you love and that's worth it to you and you're excited about, let's practice having them at a non-triggering time of day right? We want to set ourselves up for success in the beginning. So what I mean by that is, let's say you are, you know, um, about to have some Valentine's Day chocolate or whatever. If you know that you are someone who struggles with nighttime eating when everyone's asleep, and then you have a tendency to hide food or food wrappers, whatever it may be, as always, no judgment. That was me for so long, right? We want to say, you know what, let's focus on having this at a non-triggering time of day. So for you, If nighttime's your struggle, then maybe you have it with lunch or maybe you have it, you know, with some protein between, you know, early afternoon between two and three or whatever, right? When we are able to have it at a non-triggering time of day, we are lessening the chance of that light bulb to go off. We are lessening that chance of, oh my gosh, I screwed up. Let's just keep eating because our brain is already in that habit from doing it for so long. So a great way to really set ourselves up for success is by practicing having it at a non-triggering time of day, and then we can really start experimenting. And that's just a really quick first step in my program, in my membership, Food Freedom Society, the thousands of members that are inside, we have a step-by-step program or step-by-step method to get you comfortable with eating foods that are triggering to you, with having foods that you used to binge on and learn to not and not go overboard and make it easy and have that moderation, especially if you have been someone who struggles with that black or white scenario, right? All or nothing mentality. I'm either eating perfect or eating everything in sight. This step-by-step process helps you get into like the gray or the middle of that all or nothing thinking. So this is a really great way to start. And as you all know, if that is something you're interested, you're like, wow, I really want to take this one step further. I do have a training for free where you can get the method to do so. And I always plug that in the show notes for you guys, for the ones who are like, you know what, let's take the next step with this. So to just recap here, the three tips that will really help you lead a, have a Valentine's day where you're not binging on everything. And then on the 15th of February, you're not racing to the grocery store and like cleaning out the aisles of all the (laughs) chocolate that's on sale. One, we want to start our mindset shifts with not telling ourselves that we can't have it. And I feel like that's a double negative. So basically tell yourself you can have it. There we go. Made it a whole lot easier. That's one. Two, choosing what is really worth it to you. What has the sentiment? What has the meaning? What are you looking forward to? Rather than just rage eating to shove down your emotions. And then three, the first step of this is putting it into action is focusing on having it at a non-triggering time of the day. And we're going to leave you off with one of the things I said that I thought was so funny and so true, right? 
your pink and red and white M&Ms are the same exact ones as your red and green Christmas M&Ms, as your orange M&Ms from Halloween. I don't think that's a thing. Shocked they haven't done that yet, right? Chocolate is chocolate is chocolate is chocolate. So I hope you are listening. My intention for you is to feel confident going into this week, going into pre post and following Valentine's Day. You deserve to feel your best. You deserve to enjoy the Valentine's Day chocolate, but most importantly, you deserve to eat and feel like a normal person around food. So if you love this episode, drop a review. Let me know how it's helped. Send me a DM and we will see you next week. Talk soon. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Food Freedom Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review or share on your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Kelly L Wellness. Send me a DM to say hi and tell me your thoughts on the episode. See you next time.